Today's episode is brought to you by Tenacity. The Tenacity founders have a lifetime of experience in healthcare and the food service industry. And in 2016, they provided Middle Tennessee State University with a $2.5 million grant to study the hemp plant and its all-natural benefits. Tenacity's CBD plus CBDA is amazing, and it's twice as good as CBD alone. They have a full range of products that can help you find the product in the form that's right for you. They have topicals, salves, sports sticks, soft gels, gummies, and tinctures are all available. Their customer reviews are their best stories. If you have time and are interested, read their reviews on their website to see how their products are changing people's lives. Satisfaction is guaranteed. Try Tenacity products for 30 days, and if you don't love it, they will give you a full refund. Go to tenacity.com and use code ACP to get 25% off at checkout. That's T-A-N-A-S-I dot com to get 25% off your first order when you use promo code ACP. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I'm talking about warming up to pleasure in order to quell anxiety. So I wanted to start today by reading a little daily excerpt out of Sarah Bond Bronick's wonderful book, Simple Abundance, and it is a day book of comfort and joy, and I have been reading out of this book for many, many, many years. It's a beautiful book and has a lot of wonderful readings. And today's, if you are listening to the episode on the the day that this show actually dropped, July 28th, this is out of her book for July 28th. And it is called The Plie of Pleasure. And the quote is interesting. She has a quote first and then a little daily reading. The quote is, what is your hobby? Every woman ought to have some pet interest in life outside of the everyday routine which composes her regular occupations. What is yours? End of quote. And that's from the Mother's Magazine, January 1915. 
just wanted you to see how long we've been having some of these issues of of needing to find some pleasure in our lives. And Sarah goes on to say, There is a vitality, a life force, an energy, a quickening that is translated through you into action. And because there is only one of you in all time, this expression is unique. And she says that that modern dancer Martha Graham advises us, and I quote, and if you block it, it will never exist through any other medium and will be lost. So where are you blocked, she says. A hobby is a wonderful way to start freeing ourselves creatively. That's because no one expects us to be perfect at a hobby. Hobbies allow us to experiment, to dabble with the paint, the poem, the pot, the plie. When ballet dancers speak of doing plies, they mean bending their knees. Doing plies at the beginning of rehearsal warms up the leg muscles before the dance begins. Pursuing a hobby warms up our talents and illuminates our natural inclinations. We get to try on imaginary lives and see how they fit. And that's the end of the reading. I thought that was important today because so many of us are trying to make everything in our lives perfect. And we don't have any outlets where we can actually really let loose. And I loved how she talked about a hobby being one of those places that you could actually play and experiment and how that the hobby and the playing and the experimenting actually warms us up just as the plies warm up the dancer. These activities can warm us up into what our real lives are all about and what we are here for. The other thing that I wanted to bring up was that when I read that, it reminded me of Claire Weeks, who, of course, we all love and adore, and we really appreciate all of her beautiful writings that she did so many years ago. Claire had a way of talking about keeping occupied. So I did a little digging and I pulled up a little piece from Claire Weeks that goes right along with what Sarah Von Bronick was also talking about, but in the more anxious language, something that we talk about here. And Claire Weeks says, and I quote, it is essential that you be occupied while awaiting cure. However, I must warn you against feverishly seeking occupation in order to forget yourself. This is running away from fear, and you can't run away from fear. I want you to be occupied while facing your symptoms and to accept the possibility of their return from time to time during recovery. Today's episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. And you know, by supporting our sponsors, you're supporting us. So if you are interested in using Hormone Harmony by Happy Mammoth, please visit happymammoth.com and use promo code ACP for 15% off your first order. Thanks for supporting us by supporting our sponsors. 
If you're going through menopause, perimenopause, and you just really don't feel like yourself right now, or if you are done with menopause, but you're still feeling like you have some of the hot flashes or racing thoughts and low moods, or still having trouble with your sleep, hormone harmony is the thing for you. Hormone harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts that are called adaptogens. I'm a big fan of herbal adaptogens because they help the body to adapt to stressors such as chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. I'm excited to give Hormone Harmony a try myself. So for a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com by using code ACP at checkout. That's happymammoth.com with code ACP. Today's episode is brought to you by the Say More Podcast. We want to recommend the Say More Podcast, where in a special series, Boston Globe columnist Shirley Leong is opening up the conversation about stress and burnout to help listeners feel less alone and inspired to get help. She connects with an array of experts like Krista Tippett, who tells us how to find meaning and stillness in modern life and shares her own journey to finding silence and moments of peace. And Emily Nagoski on the ways stress lives in the body, the social pressures that make it worse, and how meaningful the quest to releasing stress can be. Plus, Kale Newport on how to be more productive and creative in an overstimulating world. The series uses medical science, social science, and philosophy to answer deep questions about how stress works on our bodies and our minds. And you'll come away with concrete strategies to work better and live better. Listen to Say More wherever you get podcasts. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. There is a world of difference between these two approaches. It is as if you halt your feverish running, relax and walk more calmly, thinking to yourself, all right, let the feelings come. Running away won't prevent them, but if I accept them, they will gradually calm down. In the meantime, I'll keep my mind occupied with work so that I need not think of them unnecessarily. 
So every short respite that we can get from fear helps to calm down our nerves so that they become less and less responsive to the stimulation and to our sensations and less and they become less and less intense until they are only a memory. And so I'm hoping that those of you who have not read Clear Weeks, this particular excerpt came out of Self-Help for Your Nerves, which I think was a re-release. And that book title and link will be in the show notes for those of you who might want to check out more from Clear Weeks. And the reason that this little excerpt really popped for me was I got a comment on the YouTube, because all of the podcasts also go to YouTube, and I got a YouTube comment that said she was questioning whether, how do you know if what you're doing? Like, am I running away or is my wanting to like keep myself occupied, right? Is that me pushing the anxiety away and how do I know the difference? And so I really loved how Claire Weeks spelled it out here is that you want to be occupied while you are facing the symptoms. My YouTube commenter also had asked about like, do I do something while I'm floating? You know, it got really kind of complex. And so I got thinking when I read this, this is exactly what we want to concentrate on, to be occupied while facing our symptoms and to accept the possibility that the symptoms might return from time to time during our recovery phase. It's like two steps forward and one step back. It doesn't mean we lost everything and we're starting at square one. It means that we had a little bit of a, something came up in life. It's okay. We can handle that and we can handle it and stay occupied while we're facing our symptoms that come up, our sensations that come up. And that there is a world of difference between the two approaches. We are not running away. We are not blocking it or pushing it down into our subconscious. We are accepting it, to use her own terms, right? We are saying, this is where I'm at right now. This is how I feel right now. And say, all right. Let those feelings come. Now, I want to say here to say, all right, let those feelings come is different than going out and looking for them to come on. I get questions often about, should I really just go for it and and not worry? We don't need to trigger ourselves. And I say you would trigger yourself if you were doing something that normally would have caused you maybe panic or high anxiety in the past, and you are trying to do it when you are tired, you are hungry, things are very stressful already, that is not the time to invite something more stressful or triggering in. But if life is giving you some struggles, you can say you feel your feelings coming up, the anxiety is rising, and you can say, all right, let the feelings come. You don't need to go out and find them. They will find you, believe me. And if you can take it in these smaller bite-sized pieces and handle it as it is coming, you will be able to see the difference between 
running away from it, and actually just keeping yourself occupied while you are feeling the feelings and letting them gradually calm down. You can hold both at the same time. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. And so that's right. While those feelings are coming up and while the sensations or symptoms are happening, you can keep your mind occupied, as we did earlier in Sarah Bonbronick's reading, with a hobby, with something pleasurable. Why not bring some pleasure into your life? And then you don't have to be needlessly thinking about these unnecessary symptoms and sensations. They don't really require you to do anything about them except to let them be. Let them be there in their natural way. They came and they will go. And sometimes we can't do this with our mind, right? We can't think ourselves out of a a stressful time, especially if the stress has come from our own thinking. That's when we need to bring in our body. And using our bodies by keeping occupied, you know, being industrious, using your hands. This is the beauty of doing things such as gardening or or lawn work or being outside with your hands in the dirt. Or maybe it's your exercise that is the way that delightfully and pleasurably keeps you occupied. That's wonderful. You could be like Sarah Bombronic mentioned in her reading, a hobby, all the different things that you could take up. We had a, a sponsor the other day that was Green Chef, and that could be a way to start a new cooking adventure, right? Maybe you'd never been interested in cooking or culinary arts. And all of a sudden, now when it was easy to start, you enjoyed it. And then you branch out and you're doing your own kind of thing or baking. I have known that people have taken on their home as their hobby or their project, whether it means getting into the minimal way of living and downsizing and getting rid of clutter and things that don't matter, it can feel so good. Now, we're not doing it, as my YouTube commenter had been asking, am I doing this to keep the feelings away? No, we are doing it with the feelings. So you don't feel right. You feel the symptoms and sensations rising, and you just keep yourself occupied knowing that these feelings will subside. This too shall pass. But we don't do our occupation or our hobby in order to make the feelings go away. That is not what we want to do. That's distraction in a way that is harmful. But we can keep the mind occupied as we are feeling the feelings. Or you can just float with the feelings. You can just let your body relax. You would probably go into a natural state of floating if you have a pleasurable occupation when you are feeling your stress and anxiety rising. It's a great way to be able to know that you can handle it. You can say, okay, you are here. We're just going all right along anyway. All right, as Claire Week says it, all right, let the feelings come. But you don't, again, have to go out and chase them. You don't have to go find things 
to bring those feelings on. Life will bring those to you. Let that be the natural course. And when they come, you can say, don't need to be frightened with this. I need to keep myself occupied so that I am not thinking about my feelings and sensations unnecessarily. I know they're there and I accept that they are there, but I can keep going. And I love the idea of pleasure because it's something that we would seek naturally as humans. And so find those occupations, those hobbies, whatever as pleasurable things. And then you will let yourself relax as your anxiety is rising. Your body will relax and that anxiety will pass much more quickly. I hope that this was interesting to you and that it was helpful. I love being here and being able to share with you the things that have worked for me, the books that have helped me, the articles. The, and so I hope that these are helpful for you too. We can all do this. Life is challenging sometimes, but we have the resources all within us in order to be able to handle it. And now for today's quote. Most men pursue pleasure with such breathless haste that they hurry past it. And that's from Soren Kierkegaard. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.